Welcome to the Meg Rock Show with Manifesting Marge, enlightening you with high vibe spiritual guidance, interviews with high vibe people, and those who practice different healing modalities around the world. I help women manifest more love, more self love, more money, better health, and clarity on their life path. My purpose is to help you remember who the f you are. Let's rock this out. Today on the Meg Rock Show, I am with Deanna Rose. Deanna is a high performance health strategist. She helps women hack their hormones and metabolism so they can operate at their optimal health, wealth, and impact. Welcome, Deanna. I'm so excited to have you. Thanks so much for having me, and I'm super excited for today. Me too. Well, I want to hear your story and how you ended up where you are as, as a coach. Yeah, um, it's, uh, it's a long story, but I'll, I'll cut it super short. Um, so I start working with the mental health field since a really young age. I went through a lot of mental health issues myself, so um, it just felt really natural. And also my uncle suffers from schizophrenia as well. So a lot of mental health issues in the family. And I started working as a counselor for uh, the British Columbia in Canada's um, provincial government, working as a counselor with adolescents with addiction issues, HIV, um, as well as conduct disorder, mental health issues. So all these different things. And I moved into hospitals working with HIV patients patients. So my passion has always been in mental health. Um, unfortunately, just from working in different facilities, I realized, you know, people aren't getting fed um, the right foods to in order to promote the mental health. And as you know, um, you know, our mind and body are so interconnected. We can't, you know, eat crappy food and expect us to get better mentally. So there's always that um, connection there. So I went into naturopathic medicine. I know certain states in, um, in the U.S. are pretty popular when it comes to naturopathic medicine, but some states aren't super familiar with it. Um, but essentially, it's it's the the schooling we go through is very much the same as a conventional medical school, but we use natural modalities, so things like acupuncture, um, you know, botanical herbal medicine, as well as counseling, as well as um, massage and, and what chiropractors do. So using different natural modalities to promote the overall wellness, the holistic health of the individual. And that's what I ended up doing is going into more of the physical field. Um, and I've, I've pretty much been a swimmer all my life. And then I went into more of the fitness. Um, so lifting and, and doing a lot more endurance sports later on. And then, uh, that's pretty much what got me into fitness. And I'm also a sports nutritionist. So basically combining everything I know, um, through education as well as experience. And that's pretty much how I ended up where I am today. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Yeah. I know that, um, Canada is probably a little bit more forward thinking when it comes to all of the, you know, holistic ways of, of treating the body, probably more so than the United States. Would you say that? Would you say that Canada, that y'all are ahead of us and the understanding outside of actual, mm -hmm. you know, medicine? I think I don't, I wouldn't say Canada as a whole, because when I talk to people, for example, in, in Quebec, which is, you know, one of the provinces, 
they have no idea what naturopathic medicine is. And I think it's only the bigger cities. So Vancouver and Toronto are the two cities that are, um, are, you know, they recognize natural medicine and holistic takes yeah. on a person's health a lot more versus, you know, certain states as well. California, Arizona are a lot more open to those ideas versus the other states are, I mean, as humans, we don't really, we don't know what we don't know. And if we don't know there are alternatives to the conventional pharmaceutical, you know, medical system, then people don't know any better, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's truly, I mean, we could sit here and talk about 2020, <laughs> the residuals that people are still experiencing from 2020 now, but the awakening that this globe is having on learning to get more into flow and quit resisting, you know, the changes that are here and, and self-reflecting and just questioning programs and systems and all these ways of living that we've been taught to believe for so long. There's just such, such an, um, an uprising and awakening that's happening on the collective and, you know, in the collective. And I know that you're probably seeing that as well. It's just, we could be here for days talking about everything that's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. And I think, you know, um, this might sound a little cliche, but you know, when we, we when we go through the darkest and the, the most miserable times in our life, that's when growth happens. That's when we know this is uncomfortable. Something has to shift, and that's when that shift happens. And as you know, you know, it's, it's it's a choice we make. Do we choose to go down that dark tunnel, or do we choose to climb up and see the light? And I think a lot of people are choosing to see the light. And they're choosing to to make that shift and look for answers essentially on their own terms rather than getting right. fed information from I'm not even gonna start talking about the news, yeah, but you bad. know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just people are starting to question and they're starting to say, but why? You know, why does it have really? to be this way? And and I don't think there's I don't think there's ever been a time in the history of our planet where the questioning and the walls are being torn down and we are just, we're seeking it. I don't think there's ever been a time when we are seeking like we're seeking now, which is super, super exciting. Well, let's talk about um, transforming <laughs> the mind so that you can transform your life. And I know that you obviously have transformed your mind because you've had things that you've been through in your life. So have I, and, um, and how that translates with you helping your, your clients. Yeah, um, I think is I think the root of the issue is you know is how we choose to look at this life we live. And I know you've interviewed a lot of different people who are really into seeking that higher consciousness and and seeking that sense of um, that the greater or the higher self rather. Um, and I call this you know. This, this is a body bag. Like we're basically in like a meat suit. A meat suit. Sorry, not a body bag. <laughs> Same thing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. like, it's a meat suit. We walk yeah. around in a meat suit, and but unfortunately for people, and and because of how you know, I I think cultures and and information have evolved. People have been brainwashed into thinking that this is it. 
like this physical body, this reality, I'm putting in quotation marks in case people can't see is this is not really the reality is reality is what we perceive it as. And a lot of us have, you know, that higher self who is basically like getting so antsy up there saying like, yo, like this is not the way it's, you know, you need to live or you have to live. There's so many different ways that we can see things. And I think the root of the problem is we feel stuck. We feel so stuck in our problems and we feel like we are our problems. And, and I think 2020 have really showed a lot of people, you know, you're not the problem because the problem is a lot of the times is those external factors that we can't control, but there are things that we can control. Now let's focus on that. Um, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of Abraham Hicks and I'm sure a lot of people have heard of her. I literally listened to her in the morning and at night. And let's just say I've been brainwashed by her. Uh, well, for our listeners who don't know who, who she is, will you tell them a little bit about who she is? It's amazing. Yeah. So um, the lady's name is Esther Hicks and she um, is basically a, um, she channels a group of angels who communicate these amazing messages. And as a collective, the angels are called Abraham. And so every time she speaks, she channels the message from these angels, which are her, um, her higher self, essentially in the spiritual realm. And in case you think this is really crazy and and understand if this is such a, you know, a, 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 I don't know, a far stretch, you know, concept. Um, but I don't know if you've listened to one of the episodes, Meg, but she was saying how her sound guy always looks into the sound waves before she goes to speak. And apparently he found different vibrational patterns when she, when, so when Esther speaks versus when Abraham speaks, even though to the human year, it sounds very much the same, but vibrationally is very different. So I found that super interesting for people who love to see solid evidence of right. this woman just, you know, full, I don't know if I can, I can swear here, but, um, you know, <laughs> she's just she's making, making stuff up essentially. Yeah, exactly. But there is that evidence. So, you know, I think with her and then also on the opposite spectrum, I don't know if you know who uh, Grant Cardone is. Oh, yes. So he's, I, I personally think he's very much on the opposite spectrum. He's like, you got to do 10 times harder. You got to work really hard versus Abraham's like, you just let it be right. So. Well, which is, well, which is interesting <laughs> because um, I have been through, throughout a part of my, my entrepreneurship path. I call myself mm-hmm. mega, megapreneur since I'm Meg, yeah. but I like, I have all, when I set my mind to something, I've always made like made shit happen literally. And Mm -hmm. for a certain period of my entrepreneurship, I was, I was running solely on ego, which is that, which is fun if you're an entrepreneur, right? Like you're powerful, like watch me, that kind of thing, which is that great Mm -hmm. energy. And then I, in the past two years have gotten into this manifesting Marge, my higher self, (laughs) complete, trust flow just yeah. surrender and allowing and the difference is just it's it's crazy and i interviewed a, a girl the other day who um had built a million dollar business by the time she was multi-million dollar business by the time she was 23 and wow. um 
she had a brain tumor not long after that. And, um, and she just said like, I built this incredible business. It was absolutely amazing. But the workload that I had acquired with this company that I had built was just, it was just too much. And she goes, I have no doubt. That's why I got sick. And she said, since COVID, she said, <laughs> I've gone completely off the radar. I'm not taking new clients. She actually went to um, Mexico and mm -hmm. she rented a place. And she said, I've literally just had this spiritual awakening. And she said, I'm getting into this place of flow. Love it. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So that ego, like, yes, you can make shit happen. But when mm -hmm. you get in that energy and you're stuck in that energy, you just have to be very, very careful because it can create a plethora of other issues because as a spiritual being, having a human experience, you're not created for that, you know, constant go, 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 you know, grind, grind, grind all the time. Totally. I totally agree with that. And I, and I think this is the beauty of the pandemic is definitely a blessing in disguise for a lot of people like what you just said, right? It's hitting that pause without any choice and without any control on your own own part so and and people are having those awakenings most definitely and yeah you hit it spot on it's definitely you know it's it's so neat it is so <laughs> for a lot of people yeah totally it's so needed i mean and it's yeah. good for for companies you know that treat their employees like shit, literally, you know, mm -hmm. and I just love companies like, um, like Spanx, you know, yeah. it's just companies that are getting focus on that body, the mind and the spirit, like it's happening. We are slowly starting. I said the other day in a post, I was like, you know, we maybe get on a bed a little bit slow, a little bit slower. Um, you know, but, but we are starting, we're starting to wake up. Yeah, definitely. See, it doesn't have to be the way it's been. For sure. Yeah. I, I, I do see, I mean, I listen to a lot of different, you know, spirituality related podcasts. And one guy that I, I think, you know, he, he used the analogy of a train, which I think is so interesting. He was saying, you know, the train was like starting to pick up or waiting at the station, I think 10 years ago or something he said, and, you know, people are starting to hop on the train and this train is going to that higher self, higher consciousness destination. And, you know, as the years went by, the train was, you know, getting closer to departure time. And last year was the year when, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to go soon. And it's starting to pick up speed and starting to go. And that's when a lot of people start hopping on. It's like, we're going to go now. And then this year is really the year when I'm sure you've heard of shifting from 3d to 5d and a lot of people are jumping on there's that spiritual awakening it's like we're gonna go and you know there's still space there's always going to be space in the train but it's just whether people choose to jump on the train and how how soon do you realize you need to get on that train if you at a certain point you know a couple years from now it's going to be too late to get on that train because the train has left the station long ago Absolutely. And you know, I, I'm very spiritual. I'm not religious. I was born and you know, I was raised in the church, but mm -hmm. I'm very spiritual now and I'm not religious at all anymore. And, yeah. um, it's interesting because, you know, like you hear like the coming of Christ and the end of the world and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and I truly believe like we are, we are in the golden age, like the totally. age of Aquarius. 
the coming of Christ in my, my mind's eye, my understanding and my knowing is it's when the planet levels up and that Christ conscious energy. And it's just like you said, we all we decide to get on that train. Like that's, oh. that's the coming that's happening right now. And, and I don't know if it's going to be heaven on earth in the life of our children, who knows how long it's going to take. But the fact that it's moving in that direction is so freaking exciting because everybody gets, you know, watch the news and look at all the negative things that are happening in the world. And I'm just looking at the world going, oh my gosh, like we're going to someplace really, really good. And this is really exciting. Most definitely. And yeah, that's exactly it. We, we see what we choose to see, right? And we are the co-creators of our reality. And if you choose to create a reality that's filled with, you know, sad fear. news, bad yes. news, fear. Yeah, that leads and, us into the next one, which is, you know, <laughs> thriving, like thriving in a world full of fear, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I mean, we can't really live in a world of fear, but I think a lot of people choose to choose to live in a place of fear subconsciously, you know, without realizing, because like what you said before is ego that's preventing us from going to that place of love. And for a lot of people, we don't, I mean, people in general is we're scared of the unknown and the ego is scared of the unknown and the ego is a good thing. The ego, you know, prevents us to, you know, prevents us from stepping into traffic, getting hit by a car, jumping off a cliff, all these different things. But the ego is also the thing that, you know, keep us trapped in, in familiar and safe patterns that are necessarily um, helpful for a growth in the long term. And at the end of the day, fear is an emotion. It's just like, you know, happiness, joy, just like, just like those things. But, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's what we choose to get out of it. And part of it is also, I personally think part of it is, you know, the concept of learned helplessness. Mm -hmm. Um, for people who are not familiar with the concept is, is unfortunately it was, I started years ago with a psychologist who conducted these really unfortunate experiments on dogs and he was basically sending electricity um, or electric shocks to dogs and to see how they would react. And after, I don't remember the exact times, but after a certain um, number of shocks, the dogs just choose to lay or just chose to lay there and not do anything because they knew they had no control over their circumstances. And later on, even without the electric shocks, the dog still chose to lay there because in their mind, they've been programmed slash conditioned into believing that they have absolutely no control over their own environment. And that's the, the case for a lot of humans is we've been conditioned into thinking that we have no control over our environment with especially the pandemic. I don't know, you know, where people are who are listening to this, but in Toronto, we, um, we have one of the most strict um, lockdowns in the world right now. And we're still under lockdown. Only supermarkets are open and that's it. And it's freezing out. And of course, you know, not a lot of people want to go outside. So it, it creates that sense of vulnerability, increase that sense of helplessness. And moving forward, how many people are willing to take action and say, fuck this, I'm going to go do what I love and what makes me happy. Rather than doing that, I personally, you know, speak to a lot of people who are finding things very miserable, feeling helpless, feeling stuck in our current state. 
Um, and again, you know, going back to the, the first point was, you know, how do we transform our, our mindset into getting out of that fear, getting out of that box of we basically trap ourselves in to feel safe. How do we get out of that box to make sure that we feel some sort of control over our environment, even though that, you know, there's there are a lot of things that we still can't do in in our in our environment. Well, and from a spiritual perspective, too, is like just thinking that that your soul chose to come to this planet and came here. There's a reason that we are all experiencing what we are experiencing, experiencing. And when you can look at it from that perspective, it's like, okay, I can't be mad. You know, I can't be like, poor me. Why me? Well, first of all, it's everybody, but you know, I can't look at my life. Like I'm the victim. Like you can kind of, when you, when from a spiritual standpoint, when you can look at how your soul has predetermined and planned most everything that you're going to experience in your life, you look at it like, okay, I've, I've been empowered. Like, I, I'm, I've put, I'm put in this position. Now, what can I do? Because my soul wants me to learn something from this. Like I'm going to come out of this even better. So how can I do that versus going, Oh my gosh, you know, why am I here? This stinks. I can't do this. It's like, no, you, your soul gave you everything you need. You are equipped for this time period and nothing lasts forever. You know? Totally. Exactly. And part of that is, you know, getting really in tune with yourself as well, reconnecting with that intuition, reconnecting with your higher self. And, and really, you know, I, this is something that I I, I coach a lot of people through is stop listening to the external voices, stop listening to the news, your partner, your family, whoever you, you choose to listen to, but rather listen to yourself and listen to that little voice. And the more we listen to the little voice, the louder it's going to get. And the more we trust ourselves and our inner guiding system, and the, the better we're able to connect to our higher self. And exactly like what you said, everything has been, has been, you know, planned out and there are amazing things for each of us is whether or not we choose to get down that path or we allow the ego to run the show and we go down the shutters. Yeah. And that's that that free will, like, you know, the free will. And I talk about this with energy. I'm like, you know, you have free will with the energy that you choose Mm -hmm. to live in and you choose, choose to admit to the world. And that's speaking to that path you were just saying right? Like your soul is like, okay, you're going to live during this time period. And this is what you're going to experience. This is what I hope you would gain from this experience. And then the ego goes, no, I'm not going to handle it this way. I'm going to be small minded and I'm going to be full of fear and I'm going to be all those things. But that's that free will and that choice that we have to either be high vibe or low vibe. And then the universe tunes into that and enhances those experiences whether they're good or whether they're bad. So when you understand that, you just really feel, you really feel empowered and you realize, okay, I'm co-creating a lot of what I'm experiencing. I need to take more responsibility for my own energy, no matter what's going on, because we're really not our circumstances. So what, when you're working with people, and I'm sure you have a lot of clients in Toronto, um, when you're working with people that feel stuck and feel captive to their homes and what are you doing to help them find joy and peace and, and fulfillment? Well, as you know, joy, peace, fulfillment can only come from within. So 
it's, you know, I always make the analogy of a person can sit in jail and rot, you know, during the time that they're in jail versus someone can create these beautiful, you know, stories in their mind and, and use the resources they have and make sure that, you know, they are thriving within that small box, which is what we call jail. Um, and which is kind of what's happening right now, unfortunately, you know, in our own lives. And, and part of that is exactly what you're saying is, you know, is what we choose to choose to tune into is it high vibration or is it low vibration is and finding that place of abundance within ourselves. And if, you know, for example, if our career is not working out, then what is working out in life? Is it the relationship? Is it, you know, your friendship with your friends? Do you have a really great, great support system? Is it your health? What is working out in your life? And focus on that. And for anybody who's who listens to Abraham, I'm sure, you know, this is no news to you is how do we, where do we look to raise our vibration? And if we are choosing to look at, you know, the things that aren't working out, then that is going to bleed into everything else versus, and I'm sure, you know, in more of a practical sense, a little bit away from that spirituality pieces, you know, on a day when you're having a really great day and you're focusing on, for example, I don't know, someone who just bought a house and they've been wanting that house for a long time. And they're just really, really happy. And, you know, a mean person comes and makes a mean comment and I'm like, oh, that's okay. The guy's just having a bad day and because of that happiness, that joy bleeds into even the negative things and turn that around into something even positive or make us more compassionate, empathetic towards that person or the situation versus when we're having a bad day everything else gets turned bad because we're so fixated on that bad situation the universe is going to be like oh you're having a bad day you believe you're having a bad day let me send you more evidence of how shit your day is going to be so here you are on a silver platter yeah so again it's finding that place of abundance finding that place that you know where your happiness lies Absolutely. Yeah. So where your mind goes, your energy flows. And there is no truer statement, no truer statement. Well, this has been absolutely incredible. How can our listeners connect with you? And what do you um, offer? What do I offer? Do um, offer? Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything you can dream of. Um, so I have, um, I mean, as I mentioned today, you know, everything I do with people is, is a lot on mindset because you know this and i'm sure a lot of your listeners do know this as well is you know our mindset really is a determinant of how we choose to live our life the food we eat the choices we make and the lifestyle we choose to have so um a lot of what i do is mindset is focusing on how to find that abundance uh, how to find that happiness within ourselves but also through more of a physical perspective. We still got to feed this meat suit and make sure that, you know, it functions properly. So a lot of nutrition um, movement, as well as making sure things aren't happening um, optimally within the body. So hacking the hormones as well as your metabolism, making sure that everything's happening um, at its optimal so we can perform um, the best we can and be able to make the impact we want to make on earth. Um, yeah, so that's basically what I do, uh, focusing on the mental, physical, as well as the spiritual in, in everything that, uh, you can think of in one little package that's efficient and, uh, effective. 
Um, in terms of where they can find me, Instagram and website are both Deanna, D-E-A-N-N-A-W Rose. Uh, website is DeannaWRose.com. Instagram, Deanna W. Rose on Facebook, Deanna Rose. Deanna yeah. Rose. Well, you are incredible. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to connect with you and, um, and we will do this again soon. Thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you, Deanna. If you thought today rocked, subscribe to the Meg Rock Show podcast, leave a review and let me know what your takeaway was. All of my social is linked in the show notes. Screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at TheMegRock. For more info on me and to take my quiz to find out what energy blocks you have in your life and in your home, and maybe even coaching, go to ManifestingMarge.com. Repeat after me, I am a powerful, loving, radiant, abundant, badass warrior goddess. I am here to rock out this lifetime. It doesn't serve me or the world to play small. I am worthy of all that I desire. See you in the next episode. The Meg Rock Show podcast and all content created by Manifesting Marge LLC is created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have for a medical condition or concern. Meg Schwarzrock is not a doctor or a therapist.